0: is a man fueled by coffee dew he rides his bike welcome to 10 questions with dan lipsky welcome to part two of the dan lipsky podcast this is 10 questions with this laughing giggly man
1: all right dan ready i'm ready window or aisle seat uh used to be window and now it's almost aisles always least favorite place in the world I will say, I will say this, probably the worst experience I've ever had is so far has been in Brazil. Okay. And I, well, you, you're going with me, Yeah. <laughs> but we're, we're about to go back for my, what will be my second trip, uh, in just a few weeks. Um, but the last time I went was years ago and I'm hoping this time is a much better experience. Yeah. And I okay. hope it, will, it will
0: be. I'm sure it will. Yeah. Street food, delicious or gross? Oh, the best, the best. Do you have do you have troubles being vegetarian finding street food?
1: Depends on where we're talking. Okay. Um, I eat like a king in Thailand. Sure. I eat like a king in India, and um, yeah, I guess it really depends, man. I wouldn't say street food is my go-to, but I absolutely enjoy it. And if I know where, if I know I'm somewhere where it's off the hook, yeah, that's what I'm doing. Okay, fair, without a doubt. I like that.
0: Um,
1: what can't you travel without? I mean, I think the standard Western response is my iPhone. Sure. Um, and my headphones. Um, I don't want to travel without my computer, but I can travel without my computer. Sure. Um, and a book and some clothes, my vans, a t-shirt, gray t-shirt and a pair of jeans. Simple enough. Yeah. Not really. I mean, like, yeah, I really don't take a whole lot of stuff with me. When I travel, I really don't, man. Yeah.
0: What were the first and last countries you visited?
1: First country outside of America was Israel. And the last country, like new country or country period? Country period. Last country was Spain. Okay.
0: Uh, Planes, trains, or automobiles, how do you prefer to travel?
1: Bicycle. Yes. Bicycle is the preference. I feel very at home on airplanes and in airports, though. Bicycle,
0: I think, is the better preference.
1: Honestly, as long as I'm not stuck in traffic, I'm I'm pretty cool. Uh, I love trains, I love planes, I love bicycles. I hate being stuck in cars or vans or buses or anything like that. I feel like a prisoner.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, that's fair.
1: What's the weirdest thing you've ever tasted? Um, Probably, like, some kind of fruity IPA beer. I like that that's <laughs> where you're at with it. I'm not very adventurous. In some, some
0: people are like Dorian or like crickets on the street you're like an ipa
1: i don't know just like um i mean to me capers and olives are disgusting so i'd say those are pretty weird things to taste not weird at all but like you'd think they're yeah i'm not an adventurous eater and because of my dietary restrictions i wouldn't i'd say even more so i'm not a very adventurous eater sure so i don't have a very good answer for that it's not a juicy answer
0: um, I missed this question. What is your biggest fear while traveling?
1: I mean, I think for a lot of people, including myself, it's something obviously terrible happening. Yeah, and um, that could mean. I, for me, I I would say just personal. I mean, like for. If you're asking me, what's the, what's my biggest fear for me personally, that does not involve a group of people? Yes. Like, I I would just say something, someone taking advantage of me, someone hurting me, someone I'm relying on for help taking advantage of me. Um, yeah, I mean, being robbed is, I, I wouldn't say I worry about these things when I travel. I really don't. And I, I wouldn't say I'm the most vigilant person, but I take precautions and, uh, You know, I think ultimately if you have your, I think ultimately if you have your wits about yourself, there's only X amount of things you can do to stop something terrible from happening to you. And I think beyond that, if something terrible does happen to you, if you have your wits about yourself, learning how to deal with that and move on from it and um, just accept that it happened and, and go from there, that's important. So I would say, you know, the scariest thing is not having control over a situation So even if something bad, quote-unquote bad, does happen, if I'm in control of the situation, at least I can decide where it goes. So really, I guess the scariest thing for me would be not having control and something really bad happening. Okay. And not being able to reconcile it. That's very scary to me. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah.
0: If you could travel with one person for a week, Mm. then never hear or see from them again, who would you choose?
1: I mean, maybe this is a weird answer. I think it'd be really cool. I mean, talk about someone who's been everywhere and met everybody and done everything. Who I'd have no reason probably to ever talk to again. Barack Obama would be cool. Sure, be a really amazing person to travel with and have, have conversations with. And I mean, obviously that's totally unrealistic. So I mean, if you're talking about like the one that would never happen, impossible. I'd say probably Obama. I think he's a really amazing person and um, and traveled and
0: can, yeah, it, it, can look
1: around and 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 really digest what he's seeing and he's obviously a very aware person um, yeah. There's, well, I'll say this there's a meditation group I go to in in New York called Dharma Punks mm-hmm. and I, I love going there and really I find a lot of value in it and the, the guy who runs the group, his name is Josh and uh, he's a very insightful person and I think he's done lots of traveling, very interesting guy, very cool. Um, I would say, I would say, and honestly, I mean, like I've talked to him outside of the, the group a little bit, but I would say, you know, it's very unrealistic that he and I would ever, you know, like be a dynamic duo that goes and travels yeah, <laughs> collectively together. I think he, I would say this, I would say Josh from Dharma Punks in New York would be a really amazing person to travel with. And uh, yeah, that's my answer. Okay. Yeah, Josh.
0: Have you been anywhere which turned out to be totally different than you'd imagined? And if so, how?
1: Yes. Um, There are definitely parts of Asia that I've been to that have been um, different than I've imagined because they, for, for the simple fact that they are facing globalization, and I guess for lack of a better term, they're being infiltrated right now by the Western world and by outside interests, that are not sensitive to their community. And what does that mean? That means a country like Laos, which I honestly think is one of the most the most beautiful, if one of the most beautiful places I've ever been to. It's largely untouched yeah. in a lot of places still and tremendously beautiful. But the government is um, extending 99-year leases to like Chinese conglomerates right now to open up casinos along the Mekong River, mm-hmm. Um and do things that ultimately only benefit people who are already very rich. It's not going to benefit anybody there. And, I mean, you're talking about a country with very rich tradition. People don't have a lot of opportunity there. And I'm not sure that these experience, whatever these things are going to bring are not going to bring experiences that are going to benefit them. Yeah. And that is... I guess in a way I found very surprising okay. that, I mean, and maybe not, but um, just, I guess the thing that surprises me so much is that it is so, they are, and it sounds so cheesy to say, but they are so rich culturally. Um, and that isn't to say, it, it, it's hard because it's like, how do you preserve this really amazing culture and then also get a community or a society to a point where they are doing more than simply sleeping on a wooden bench every night Mm -hmm. an an old farmer in his 70s or 80s is sleeping on a wooden bench every night in a a hut basically without glass window you know what I mean like and just farming for rice and I mean obviously their lives are more intricate and they know their communities and I'm I don't want to sound like I'm playing it down or dumbing them down like that because I'm not at all. But they, basically what it comes down to is a lack of opportunity Mm -hmm. and what they're able to do. Um, And how do these people get more opportunity, be presented with more opportunity without becoming what what we've created basically in the West. And um, I'm not sure there is a way. I'm not sure there is a way to have both. Um, Maybe it's Either you do, like, what, you know, um, what's the country, Bhutan. Yeah. What's the, I mean, like, what, what Bhutan does is, I mean, like, they have closed their doors, essentially. The,
0: their whole gross national happiness thing. Gross,
1: yeah, gross national, or gross domestic happiness, or whatever it is. Um, and if you want to go there, if you aren't invited by someone who's uh, Bhutanese. Yeah, I think so. If you, if you're not invited, it's, I think all in all, it's like $250 a day to go there. That's exactly you have to, Yeah. You have to go as a tour group and all these things and the visas and all that. And it's very expensive to go. And I think if you're not really gung ho on going to Bhutan and seeing it and spending that much money, you would never spend that kind of dough. Mm-hmm. So either you're invited or you're really gung ho and you're going to spend the dough. And I really like that. What they have done there is that they've basically said money does not equal happiness. Yeah. Opportunity doesn't even necessarily equal happiness. Um, And they're, I mean, obviously they're a small country that's very deeply rooted in, you know, their history and their culture. So they, in a way, have the luxury of being able to manage this. Whereas, you know, like a bigger country like China or something like that, or it's much harder. Yeah. Or America, it's much harder. And uh, yeah, man. So I would just say I'm surprised that more countries that don't have a really rich culture and history are fiercer about keeping that a priority okay i think that's what i would say all right i like that yeah for
0: sure i guess that's what i meant i guess that's what i meant i
1: guess so i guess so It's all right because it's like in a way it's it's surprising and in a way it's not surprising that obviously people that are already rich want to be richer and they don't care who suffers but yeah I at the that. same time you know you know what i mean
0: sure 100%. And that was 10 questions with Dan Lipsky. Thanks for listening. So as I mentioned on Monday's podcast, you can donate to a GoFundMe for Dan. It's GoFundMe.com backslash Dan Lipsky fund. So the second question I'll answer of the 10 questions is... Planes, trains, or automobiles? Which do I prefer? My preference will always be trains. It was about a year ago today when I left for a train trip. I took the train from London to Hong Kong through Russia. It was pretty incredible. Thank you for listening. Be sure to take a moment to rate and review the podcast on iTunes. Um, you can find us on social media at Lost in Transit PC, both on Twitter and Instagram. If you have any suggestions for the show or any people you would like to hear on, please feel free to send me an email. The email is lostintransitpc at gmail.com. Get lost.